Get ready, get ready for this pipe and hot tea. Get ready, get ready for a tea time and filter with your girl every tea. Spin all this hot tea in this podcast street. So get ready, get ready for this pipe and hot tea. Hey, tea sippers. I hope you guys are doing good. Happy Wednesday. I got my girl, Lady J, in the house. Lady J, we say what's up to the people. Hey, everybody. How you guys doing? I am doing good. It is a lot going on today. It's a lot of tea to spill. It's a lot of stuff to catch up on, and that's what we're going to do in this next hour. Now, one of the things, Lady J, that everybody's talking about on these internet streets is R. Kelly's sisters, okay? The three sisters coming out to defend their brother and say that their brother's innocent and that, you know, the reason why he was arrested, it was all due to racism. Um. Okay. I do believe in the fact that more than one thing can exist at the same time. You know, mm-hmm. if you want to make an argument that because R. Kelly is a man of color and his sentence was harsher because of that, Okay, that's very well possible. Stealing his money, taking advantage of him because he wasn't able to read or write well and whatever. I can believe that. Absolutely. But did he do what he did, though? And what the the receipts are saying is yes. Right. It doesn't negate all the other stuff is what I'm not understanding that these women are trying to say. So let's go ahead and play the clip really quick. Um, So we're going to go ahead and listen to it. Just because that he has been found guilty, that doesn't mean he's guilty. Do you accept that he's done anything wrong at all? If he's done anything wrong, we are all, none of us are perfect. But as far as the extent of what they're saying, holding someone hostage, um, and these females were treated like queens, that I don't believe. That doesn't add up. Robert does not have to hold anyone hostage. Women come at him because of his status of who he is. (laughs) You know, you have thousands of women that come at him. Why does he have to hold a few hostage anywhere? Can you really sit here and say that your brother has not been with underage girls? Okay, I can say he may have been with younger women, but as far as underage girls... You know, and I and I stress girls, underage girls. Who has seen that? Well, it was proven in court that he married the singer Aaliyah when she was 15 years old. I don't know that he Can married Aaliyah. That. I don't know that. Yeah. We won't discuss that. I'm not going to discuss that. So what did you think when you first like, saw this interview? Because to me, I'm trying to figure out why there's three women up there, but only two are talking. That was, that was my first question. The one that I guess would have been sitting to the left, you know, facing the right as we're looking at the television screen. She, the edits that we saw, because she could have very well spoke, right? Mm-hmm. But what was edited for, for television viewership, we saw nothing. We saw a sister who, if that was his sister, was absolutely pulled back. Look at the body language. She was almost trying to remove herself. She was in the corner mm-hmm. and all kind of counterposed to the other sisters. And then the other two sisters were kind of facing the interviewer. And then the one in the middle, the more dominant one and stronger one. And my second question was, was that the one that molested him? Because now she's talking talk real strong. A lot of people are saying, okay, all these sisters are out here. They're running to, you know, protect their brother, R. Kelly. But as we all know, R. Kelly's sister um, is said to be the one who molested him. Okay. And her name, I believe, was Teresa Kelly, if I'm not wrong, or Tracy Kelly, something like that. Okay. But it's not none of these women up here. Now, I ended up getting somebody called me today and they spilled some tea in my lap. And they basically were able to confirm to me that none of these three women are biologically R. Kelly's sisters. What? Okay. Yes. Now these three women, their names do happen to be Kelly. Their last name does happen to be Kelly. But there's a lot of Kellys out here in the world. R. Kelly ain't the only one. So their names are Kelly. And so when I got this information, I said, well, I'm confused because they've been running around 
and and pulling this game for like the past two years. Even during his trial, I remember the media going up to them and talking to, you know, R. Kelly's sisters. And they were saying, we're here to support our brother. He didn't do nothing wrong. So this is not their first rodeo in the media. I've seen them over the years. Okay. What? What? Now we're just hoping for the best for Robert, that justice, you know, will prevail. Yeah. You know, after all the injustice, and that's that's what we're concerned about. People will see the truth behind everything. New tonight, R. Kelly's sisters, Lisa and Cassandra, speaking out on day six of the singer's sex trafficking trial, telling PIX11 the case has been difficult for their family. It's hard. It's hard. It's hurtful. Um, just seeing him in a situation like this is yes. very hurtful. It's very you know, hurtful. our family. Whatever reason, uh, this UK outlet, they did not do their job. Good morning, Britain, whatever they're called. They did not do their due diligence. Not surprising. Yeah, these two women are frauds. First of all, let's talk about the big strong one, the one that had the most to say, the light-skinned sister. The most, please. Okay, so the tea that I was given is that the light-skinned sister, quote-unquote, has a son who is in the music industry. And he used to go by the name, well, his last name is Kelly, but because he wants to distance himself from his mother's antics, He's now changed his name to something else. He's on Instagram. I don't want to, you know, put him on blast. Let's but he's not. on Instagram. He has 31,000 followers. Um, but he's a singer and an entertainer. Okay. So I believe when she got involved in this, she thought this was going to help her son's career. And that it was going to Oh, blow. my. Yes. He has a legit singing career. Now, the other sister, the one that people think is really R. Kelly's sister, because she does actually look like R. Kelly, the dark-skinned one. Mm-hmm. Now she has a whole SoundCloud. This person I- sent me all the links this morning and was like, These people are full of shit, and you need to let your audience know. That woman, her name on the interview was Cassandra Kelly, the, the pretty dark skinned one. Okay. That was talking- yeah. Okay. On SoundCloud, her name is C. Kelly, and she's a singer. Her most recent song she dropped June 27th which was a month ago. Today is July 27th, 2022. And the song is called We Are Blessed. Girl, please. I'm going to go ahead and play you guys a sample. Just a Girl, sample. Girl, you go ahead. May you find joy to life circumstances and may Okay, y'all got enough of that trash sample. But yeah, bye, that is bye, bye. Right. <laughs> Okay, Miss Billy Goat Gruff, aka Miss C. Kelly. That is a snippet from her latest song on her SoundCloud. So these women are not related to R. Kelly. None of these Lord women Kelly's sister who touched him and molested him, she's been in hiding for years. Okay, because ever since that tea spilled, she went into hiding. Nobody, she's not uh, trying well, to That's what out. I was saying. Wow, that would be bold if that's her. Exactly. So these women are not R. Kelly's biological sisters. They happen to have the last name Kelly, and they are true supporters of R. Kelly. They see no wrong in R. Kelly. So now what they're doing is that they're running with this narrative that they're his sisters. And, you know, <laughs> R. Kelly and the people who support him are going to support this because, again, any type of media attention that he can get to prove that he's innocent or that, you know, he was set up, they want to run with that. But these women, I assure you, from the information I got today, they are not his biological sisters. None of them. Sit y'all ass down. Like, I mean, really, is is the, the, the fame really worth selling your soul and embarrassing yourself and the potential access and legacy for your children and their children after. Like you have to be conscious of the fact that, or maybe no, that's the problem. They're not because they're so focused on a self that they're not seeing the, the forest fire that they lit around them. Like, wow, they're not even really. And don't they know that that's going to come out at some point? And then what they're going to say, we sisters in spirit. Right. Girl, I can't. You don't, I cannot believe that these women are not related to him. So what about the, the third chick? 
Do we know anything? She was just there just to be their child. None of them are related to him. The other two are trying to break into the music business. The one via her son, who's now ashamed of the mother, that he changed his music name. So like I said, I don't want to blast him, but I was given his information. And the other one is going by the name C. Kelly, and she's trying to break into gospel and all that stuff. You know, again, mm-hmm. and the attaching oneself to just recklessness and foolishness knows no bounds in this day and age. I am, I was done when I saw the video with Good Morning Britain with this Bashir lookalike. Okay. <laughs> Now, if anybody knows what I'm talking about, I can't remember his name right now, but he was the one that, yes, the one who did the famous Diana interview. Yeah. And my you know, Yes, and yes, that one. Thank you. Yes, you remember, girl. Um, and so that's what he was giving me. But I was already done with the whole thing. But to find out it's all a ruse. And it used to be that journalists used to be honest and forthright about what and who they were putting out. They would have put a disclaimer at the bottom like, yeah, they say they sisters, but they're not. Where's the disclaimer? You did that for clicks, likes and views. And that's why we don't believe nothing y'all say no more. We have to constantly fact check, fact check, fact check, because y'all put them out here like they were sisters and it was a farce. Exactly. And I think that's the sad part with a lot of the mainstream media. Like they're not even doing their due diligence. Like you said, they're looking for a viral moment and to go, you know, for look, they're looking for clicks and views. And it took me all of 20 minutes to contact certain people and get information mm. on these women. You mean to tell me with their big, you know, hefty budget at Good Morning Britain, they couldn't have figured out that these women were all frauds looking for attention and social media validation? And that part, because they didn't want to. And and that's what I'm saying. That's what just, when I'm sitting here digesting what you're saying in real time, the next thing is like, so wait a minute, y'all knowingly, not surprising. If anybody knows anything about this outlet, we, we shouldn't be surprised. You know, but the reality is just really clear here that this was done on purpose and they don't care anymore. That is concerning. That's concerning. Wow. Wow. It really is. And then and then at the cost of another black man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We could say that in this case. Sure can. Yeah. But wow. Wow. And the thing is, you know, is there some racial bias when it comes to, you know, the justice system? Absolutely. He got more time than Ghislaine Maxwell. Mm -hmm. But either way, regardless of he got 30 and she got 10 or 20, whatever, he that does not negate the things that he did. Were right. some of those so-called victims, frauds, and attention-seeking whores? Absolutely. Like Faith Rogers, okay, who almost messed up the damn case. But thank goodness there were real victims in there who had real receipts, you know what I'm saying, that the jury was able to right. listen to outside of the attention-seeking ones that came there looking for fame and, you know, I guess herpes simplex too. But... <laughs> But with that being said, that does not negate that this man, you know what I'm saying, knew what he was doing. And, le- and let's think about this, right? He had already lucked up. He lucked up with the first situation that Sparkles and yeah. his family decided to take the payday. Right? Let's back- talk about it. Let's talk about mm-hmm. it. That is why mm-hmm. he wasn't locked up back then because they decided to take the payday. They said that what the, the father said it wasn't his daughter, you know, and and because R. Kelly never went to trial and everything got thrown out, the the industry and the public embraced him again. We all did. I remember. Remember the Jay Z, the best. Of, what was it the the best of both worlds too? During that that TP two era, that's what it was. A TP two era. Yes, yes, he, he had, had it. Jams. People. Then a few years later, he came out with the whole in the closet. You know Killed that whole it. ten part series. So Killed the. Public, embraced R. Kelly. We mm-hmm. wanted to see R. Kelly win. We were kind of confused. We didn't know all the ins and outs about the Aaliyah situation. You know, right. so for him to be given grace with the Aaliyah situation, because that got swept under the rug, 
Then the sex tape comes out. The family says it's not the daughter. Folks were like, well, you know, if the family's saying it's not their child, what can we do? We're just the public. So mm-hmm. this man was given grace not once but twice. People seem to forget this, okay? Yep. yep. And instead of him being humble and saying, you know what? I really lucked up. I'm a lucky mother effer. Let me go on the straight and narrow. Let me go find right. a wife of my age. Let me start doing the right thing because obviously I was messing up. And you know what I'm saying? I've been blessed to see a, not only a first but a second chance. The man mm-hmm. got arrogant, he got cocky, and he got mm-hmm. even more deviant. I feel no ways about R. Kelly. So today's show sponsor is brought to you by Dipsy. So what's your summer fantasy? A whirlwind romance in Italy? Getting wet dancing in a warm rainstorm? Or maybe an unexpected summer fling? No matter how you want to get hot and steamy this season, Dipsy has a sexy story to indulge you in all of your fantasies. Dipsy is a full app full of hundreds of short, sexy stories designed by women for women. They bring scenarios to life with immersive soundscapes and characters, no matter who you're into or what turns you on. New content is released every week, so in between listening to your favorite stories again and again, you can find something new to explore. For listeners of my show, Dipsy's offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go on to dipsystories.com slash sip slow that's 30 days of full access for free when you go on to dip stories.com forward slash sip slow so once again make sure you go to dipsy stories.com slash sip slow and enjoy I absolutely agree. And again, with an artist, you can kind of tell that through their music. And you're absolutely right, because if let's not forget, he went to trial when he went to trial and then he got quiet. They cut they shut down that whole best of worth worlds tour. Remember, Jay-Z kind of like skirt. That's a whole nother conversation. Right. So then it got quiet. He went through his mumbo jumbo. And if I'm wrong, tell me that's when he started coming out with singing about the Lord and I'm saying and all that shit. Right. Am, am I right? So to me, it was like, oh, he trying to turn over and I'm saying, you know, and all that shit. Right. Mm-hmm. And then he was supposed to turn over a new leaf. And then he got more deviant. I think, you know, I I, I agree with you. I think maybe a part of him maybe tried. If you want to just argue, you know, an artist and their music and how they reveal themselves, maybe. I don't know. But you didn't because you're in jail for 30 years. Yeah, he got very comfortable because I remember when he first came back out, I want to say maybe 2017. Nobody has seen him in a while. And he came Mm -hmm. out with that Calhoun girl, the little mix, little light skin girl. Oh, my God. Yes. And he went viral, and then that was when they did that whole Axe R. Kelly, where you could ask R. Kelly anything. Remember, he they were walking around with matching backpacks and all types of weirdo oh shit. Oh, my God. My and then God, people started asking him, did you molest Leah? Did you do this? I mean, the whole, R, the whole Ask R. Kelly hashtag on Twitter went into shambles, okay? That's when you have to come out and the fact that, yeah, she's my girlfriend, but she's of age. She's 19, you know? And so it's like you just solely saw him going back and regressing. But again, because he had gotten away with stuff for so long, he never thought his day would come. And it did. So now, Mr. Pied Piper, he has to pay the Pied Piper. Yep. Yep. And you got these women defending him. You know, again, another set of women. I'm sorry, black women. And it allows the, the continuous narrative and trope out of America to embarrass us because really, really, because I know we're going to get into this with the next story we're going to talk about, but the reality of it is this is a global story. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. And it shows Negroes in a bad light. Now to me, I see it as let's try to gloss over the white supremacy and terrorism that's really going on in America. Let's throw somebody else under the bus. You know, for entertainment, because that's all they do with us is use our black bodies for entertainment. Okay. Um, Bad with this situation is that you have three black women up here talking about the racism that this black man, R. Kelly, allegedly faced during this case. But let's keep it real. At least 95 percent of R. Kelly's victims were black women and young girls. That he did say true. We're talking about racism that he endured. 
But what about what he did to these black women? So no empathy and grace towards them, the real victims. I find this sad. And it's three black women who are co-signing this. Please find me the three white women who are pretending to be Harvey Weinstein's sisters going on a hobo tour. Because like I said, this is not the first time these three women have been out and about claiming to be. That's crazy. Where are the white women named Harvey Weinstein's sisters? who are doing media interviews, global, because again, this was Good Morning Britain, who are doing global interviews, you know what I'm saying, defending Harvey Weinstein. Only be us. This is only be us. You're not going to see it. No, let's keep it real. And to me, I mean, I see things differently. The glasses that I wear have a different shade. I, I will admit that. So there's that part. But yet again, and then you get out, and then the one you put in the front, let me shut up because let me shut up. But I, I, no, it's a no. I think some of y'all gonna know where I was about to go, but I stopped myself. It seems okay. like the only thing you're offended by is her wig, but we gonna move on. <laughs> 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 that wig is hanging on for dear life. She needs to stop. Wow, yeah, yeah. Oh, see what I'm saying? That part. You see what I'm saying? This is these these the, the stereotypical trope. You know what I'm saying? And for for women like yourself and women like myself, we have to unfortunately. It's more of us that are cognizant, that are rational beings, and the majority of us has to fight the minor that do that that get the showtime. It's the fools and the idiots that get the light. And it's people like ourselves who are really in the back, like, don't do it, who are being ignored. Let's let's keep it real. It's it's sad. <laughs> it's sad. It is a mess. It is a mess. It but is. yeah, I just have to put that out there and let y'all know. Those are not R. Kelly's real sisters. These women mm-hmm. have agendas. Okay. And it's it's sad that it's gotten to this point. These three R. Kelly sisters, the three bootleg pointer sisters, y'all need to have several seats. Not three, but several seats, okay? Right. <laughs> So now we're going to go ahead and segue into the next story. We got to talk about this messy situation that went down in Brooklyn. So if you guys do not know, there is a pastor. um, His name is Bishop Lamar Whitehead. Now, this pastor is wealthy beyond means, probably because, you know, the the church, they don't have to file no taxes and they don't have to pay in this stuff. So this man got all types of money. He first became viral. Um. Remember when that black man was shooting up the subway? Yes. Yes. Like about three months ago, right? Yeah, three months ago. So he had called the police and wanted to be, because I guess, you know, he's pretty big in the community out there in Brooklyn. And he wanted to find, like, you know, talk the shooter down and help with the negotiations. And the man pulled up in a Rolls Royce and a a Fendi from head to toe. He was dressed in Fendi from head to toe, jumped out of a Rolls Royce. And so people were kind of going in like, this is a bishop. Why is he living just so lavishly? So anyways, um, what happened this past Sunday, he was in the pulpit, you know, preaching, you know, doing what preachers are supposed to do. And for some reason, he was wearing $40,000 worth of jewelry. And somebody, well, several people, they came in during his live stream to rob him. So I'm going to go ahead and play the news article, the, the news video. So y'all go ahead and check this out. million dollars in jewelry. And the incident was caught on camera during a live stream. That's right. Bishop Lamar Whitehead was delivering a sermon yesterday morning when he noticed the gun-wielding intruders. Police say the suspects targeted the bishop and his wife. No one was hurt, thankfully. Lisa Evers is in Canarsie with what the bishop had to say after this horrifying ordeal. Lisa. Well, Stephen Laurie, this well-known Brooklyn bishop, Lamore Whitehead, holds his Sunday services in the space you see right behind me with some of the faithful coming in person and many more watching his sermons via live stream. But on Sunday, his sermon was interrupted when armed robbers burst in. Yo, yo. All right, right, right. On Sunday, as Bishop Lamore Whitehead delivered his sermon for his Leaders of Tomorrow ministry, police say three masked gunmen stormed in and rushed right for the bishop. They took more than $1 million worth of gold jewelry and gems, including a Rolex watch from the bishop and his wife. When I see them come into the sanctuary with their guns, I told everybody, get out. No shots were fired. People here are stunned. It was just shocking to know that in this neighborhood, something like that just would happen. And it's threatening for the people that come to church that day. It's horrible. We just 
It's sad to know what's going on in the world right now. The armed robbers ran out and then police say jumped into a white Mercedes for their getaway. Bishop Whitehead was in the news last May for attempting to negotiate the surrender of murder suspect Andrew Abdullah, wanted for the Q-train shooting that took the life of Daniel Enriquez, who was on his way to Sunday brunch. Whitehead drove his $400,000 Rolls Royce to the 5th Precinct, but the NYPD took Abdullah into custody without his help. Whitehead has had his own contact with the criminal justice system, serving five years behind bars for identity theft and grand larceny. You know, it's my prerogative to purchase what I want to purchase. If I worked hard for it, I can purchase what I want to purchase. All right, so y'all just watched that video. I heard the video. So this man is saying that, you know, he did five years for grand larceny and theft, which is very interesting. So he had no problem stealing other people's hard-earned money, and you know, but now that it happens to him, I can purchase what I want to purchase. The thing that's very bothersome about this situation is last week I did a YouTube video about flex culture and, you know, the dangers of flex culture and how flex culture is becoming more and more dangerous. And basically we're seeing it more and more where... People that you wouldn't expect to flex. I'm talking about grown adults, mm -hmm. you know, people are well to do. They're not behaving like these teenagers and young people online. Mm -hmm. Why does a pastor need a million dollars worth of gem and jewels in the church? There are so many people struggling right now in Brooklyn. The price of gas, the price of housing. He is literally walking around in Louis Vuitton suits. Fendi, you know, drip from head to toe. The, when he was doing that interview in his office, when he was talking about the robbery, those glasses on his face cost $10,000. What oh. is going on with the adults? Oh, wow. Well, I mean, you know, <laughs> Larry Larry, I, I mean, <laughs> he kind of drags him. I seen a little bit of this video that Larry Reed dragged him on. And I actually did see a little bit of this pastor and Larry Reed and or Bishop and Larry Reed and some other sister going in at it. Uh, but what was really fascinating to me is that it kind of reminded me the robbers, you know, kind of came in there and flipped the table over on the Sabbath. I mean, that's the same thing Jesus did. Jesus didn't take nothing, but he was pissed. And he was pissed at the rabbis because they were spending people's money, they were spending the church's money. They wasn't doing for the community. They was selling in the temple and having this audacious lifestyle while the people around you are suffering. And so the fact that these robbers came in and flipped over his table, but snatched him and his wife's stuff, I feel no ways, honestly. Yeah, you worked hard for your stuff, but they targeted you. Sir, who did you make mad? Who did you yeah. make mad? My thing is, if you're a true man of God, okay, granted mm -hmm. people can't buy what they want to buy and, you know, you're allowed to treat yourself. I'm never going to knock nobody for treating themselves. True. Myself, you treating yourself, that's what you're supposed to do. But when did it become a thing where you have to basically flaunt your material possessions right. in your spaces when many of those people don't even know what where they're going to get the money to pay you to put in the tides this week because they're struggling. But you're sitting up there preaching to poor people in Brooklyn about, you know, what I'm saying why, why excuse me, while wearing a million dollars worth of jewelry. Yeah. And gems, it just doesn't make any sense to me. To me, to be honest with you, I am getting insurance fraud tees. That is what you I'm know, You know, you 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 read a lot and see a lot. And I would that doesn't surprise me. I didn't think about that. So that's why I'm leading into that. Like I didn't think that, but that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, because he's done it before. He has a history of, of he the bullshit. So obviously, he and he's a scam. Right? He's already he has a history of scamming and grand larceny and all types of stuff. Because I just don't see these men. Like granted, he's he's live, so people know where to find him, right? But right, again, right. why would you happen to have on a million dollars worth of jewelry on a Sunday afternoon for what? This is not the Grammy Awards. This ain't BET. This is literally Sunday at church. Him and his wife had a million dollars worth of jewelry on them. Who does that? 
I don't, I don't, you know, for me, again, the, the lens I wear a different color. You know what, to me, I think exudes a certain type of sexy on a man, quiet luxury. I don't want to really know how much money you have, but the way you put your clothes together will let me know that you're well cared for and you have the money. That's the real wealth. The fool and the clown walks around with all of the, the labels and the tags. You're a walking billboard. You're And you're supposed to be leading your parishioners to this land. Aw. Uh, we know where he's leading them. It doesn't even make <laughs> but it ain't for the promise land. Even when you look at the building, that is a hole in the wall building. But y'all got a million dollars worth of jury, but your church is literally in a hole in the wall spot. When you look at the dude in the background, you know, the guy who's, I don't know if he's playing an instrument or, you know, a second pastor, but the guy in the background, when they come in wielding guns, he barely even moves. It's like he's not really even paying no mind to it. Like his his disposition was right. because when somebody comes running up with yes. guns, you're gonna be scared, you're gonna be trying to run off. He's just sitting there a little bit too calm for me in the background. As the more and more that I watch the video, it just gives me setup tease. It gives me money because again, we have to continue fronting and affording a lifestyle for people who are watching us online. Who you Why not rob the whole church? Yeah. Why not go through the collection place? That part. Exactly. They did not from what we understand. There you go. Yeah. So that part. That part. Quiet luxury. It ain't nothing like seeing some and I and you in this every day around you. You can mix in your pieces. Michelle Obama showed us well. She would mix in these high-end, you know, get your HM dress and walk around with a ten thousand dollar watch on. It can be done. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it just shows modesty and morality that he's a clown. And and his wife, where is she? Girl, what maybe that she no, this was embarrassing. And and everybody in the world is talking about this. I had a friend from China send me a message on WeChat today, like, oh my God, this is crazy. Now, another thing that made me not feel bad for him, I watched him go back and forth with, uh, I think Larry Reed is a pastor himself. I know he sings. He's a gospel singer. Um, Oh. And he does commentary on YouTube. And so he calls in to confront Larry Reed and some woman. I don't know the woman, but he's calling in to confront them and he goes off. And to me, this pastor's energy, his spirit, there is nothing godlike about this man. Once I watch right. him, I really disgusted. I'm like, where, like, how is this okay that you're talking to somebody like this and clowning them? And he sounds like he wants to, like, you know what I'm saying, fight them on the street. Yeah. Well, where, the godlike energy. Where are the cooler heads to prevail in this situation? So let's mm-hmm. go ahead and listen to some of this clip here. Less. What you did was, and what you did was, you laid on your carpet. You laid on your carpet and p- pretended to be me. You're disrespectful, okay? You're disrespectful. At the end of the day, Larry. At the end of the day, I respected you. And you, you want to talk about the uh, the, the, the 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 LBGT community? We had a conversation. We had a conversation, and my position was that I preach the gospel of Jesus Christ, and I'm not if if if, if homosexuality. Is an abomination. No, you're you're mean. You're mean. I'm, what are you talking about? Mean? How am I mean? You're I'm not mean. mean. You're mean. I'm, hold on. You're mean. You're, you're mean. mean. Because at the end of the day, y'all sitting here laughing at something that four gunmen could have took my family life, and y'all sitting here making a mockery of it. All right. We are and not. Big blip right here. Want to sit here and talk about women? All right. And you want to sit here and you want to sit here and validate homosexuality because you just admitted that you're a faggot. All right. That's on you. I didn't I tell y'all. <laughs> did not yeah, tell everybody. That's why right. I said it. That's why right. 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 I said it. That's now, right. now everybody said knows it. the spirit that you operate by. No, 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 no. Everybody understands the response. Everybody knows the understands the response. All right? Understand the response. I agree with you with nothing but respect. 
I treated you with nothing but respect. All right? And you are foul in the You do not have You do not have. The you can go to Bishop Jordan and you can talk to Bishop Jordan too. You can talk to Bishop Jordan and say, Oh, I brought the bishop and I said that ain't right. Let me tell you something, all right? Long as God got me, I don't need none of y'all. I don't need none of you. None of you. All right. None of you. All right. And at the end of the day, you violated, Larry. You violated. Y'all laughing about what happened in my church. When you're not, you making that up. Listen, let me tell you, Larry, 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 you ain't built like that. All right. You're a whole sucker. You ain't built like that. And I'm not built like what? What does that mean? At my daughter and my father and and my family, you're a blimp. You're a fat blimp. All right. And at the end of the day, let me tell you this, right? My my family and my church could have got killed. My family and my church could have got killed, okay? And y'all sitting here laughing about it. Sitting here laughing about it, all right? And y'all you are all not. foul. You're foul. Larry you Reed, Larry Reed, I treated you with nothing but respect when you came to my town. Mm. Nothing but respect, all Your right? Town. And you I, I was at my bishop house. No, I'm talking about in New York City. I'm talking about in New York City. I treated you with nothing but respect. Nothing but respect. Nothing but respect. I ain't never talk about you, and I actually defended you when people talked about you. I said, I, I, I don't get that experience from the brother. The brother's cool mm-hmm. with me, all right? But you want to know what? You showed your face, and you allow money to drive you. You talk about everybody, and you talked about me. Oh, and this is, and, and I ain't talking about you. You I talked about, I listened to you. Now, to now you. your video is on CNN and everywhere so what? because I posted it. I was the first person to put you. your video out. You should be telling me thank you. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Because <laughs> you... Child, okay. Y'all just heard that back and forth. That was a mess. That was Child. a mess. Nothing about that... I did not feel no pastorly vibes, no God man vibes. I didn't feel none of that from this alleged bishop. I'm just saying. Um, I tell you what I felt. I've been attacked by a narcissist before. Mm. Okay. And that man had a narcissistic injury. Cause the way that he attacked Larry Reed, which I believe that's that gentleman's name, mm-hmm. um, and the sister, I'm gonna call her sister because I don't know my sister's name. Um, the way that he attacked their aesthetics and the, the, the labels and the adjectives that we would use to describe one, right? He attacked them, but really he was attacking not only himself, he was attacking his wife because tell me if I'm wrong, and maybe I've seen a picture, I think his wife kind of thick. Right? Am I wrong? Yes, she is. Okay. So if you, you're fat, you're fat. And really, I'm pissed off because you said some shit about me. You shouldn't have said. You got niggas talking and you called me out and I'm mad. And you're fat, bitch. I can't stand you because you remind me of my wife. And I'm mad because you look better than me because I really want you, nigga. I hate you. That's all I heard. I mean, it was a mess. Mm-hmm. I mean, to the point where he's dropping the F-bomb and all this other stuff. I'm like, it is not that serious. They gave commentary on the situation and he's so mad. He's upset because he feels like people don't believe this story. But look how the story was handed to us. Anybody watching that video, it looks suspect. The man in the background <laughs> is sitting there. He might as well be at Sunday brunch. He's not moving. He don't care. You sit up here and you try to deflect because he brought out this other kid and he asked him what happened to your first wife. See, you know, he kept Larry kept just saying little stuff. They weren't saying much, but when they would say something, they would say little things and he would get louder and louder and louder to try to deflect. That man has a lot to hide. And he's been exposed. I remember Larry Reed said something about that's why you weren't invited to the table. I see everybody using that phrase nowadays. That's the new phrase for the summer tea to the table. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know what I'm saying? You weren't invited to the table. You know, I don't know what table they talking about. I mean, but the whole he wasn't invited. Insane. He wasn't invited, so he mad. Yeah. Because, yeah, they could have robbed him after church. They could have followed him and got him at the gas station. 
but they ran up in the church while it was being live streamed. That's extremely bold. And in a day of social media where people do anything for social media attention and validation, I wouldn't be shocked at all if this was a setup or insurance scam. Because again, all attention is good attention, you know, to some people's minds when it comes to social media and going viral and getting followers and things like that. Now he does have a following on Instagram. He has like a million followers on Instagram. He oh. is verified. You know what I'm saying? But again, any attention is seen as good attention for some people. It's almost like he came off upset. Because he knows people are throwing accusations at him. He came out very, you know, defensive, you know, very entitled to people should be entitled to sympathizing with him in his plight, as opposed to looking at it with the more with more scrutiny and picking over, you know what I'm saying, things with a fine tooth comb. Because something about that whole robbery just didn't sit well with me. It didn't come off as genuine. It it didn't. And it was be you know, his response was attack attack let me attack him a little bit let me go in and annihilate her then let me go back and attack him a little bit to deflect and then speak loud about how the incident could have taken my life because that's really the moral of the story here i could have died and my family oh yeah my family yeah them too because that's how he was talking about them yeah me me my church my church me 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 Oh yeah, and 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 my wife and my daughter, yeah, them too. It, it, that's how it came off. It, it, right. No, you're right. The more I think about it, you're right. It's a scam. <laughs> <laughs> something ain't something ain't right with the whole situation. Something ain't no. in the book. No, I'm not buying it. But you know, good luck to Pastor Porkchop. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> So now, <laughs> another crazy thing that's going viral all over social media and actually global is this whole monkeypox. Just when we were getting over COVID-19 and, you know, all the variants that came with it. Now we have monkeypox and monkeys, monkeypox is really scary. Um, the man who has it, he looks really scary. He has scabs all over his mouth. And they're saying that this is a disease that's mainly affecting the LGBT community. So now many people in the LGBTQ community are definitely feeling away because they feel like they shouldn't be trying to make this out to be a quote unquote gay disease. So I'm gonna go ahead and play you guys a news clip. So we're gonna go ahead and check this out really quick here. Back now with the next virus in the pipeline that people are talking about, monkeypox. It's a heightened concern for the LGBTQ community. And there's a vaccine for it too, but finding it here in Hampton Roads, that's quite a challenge. And your side's John Dowding is looking into monkeypox and the concerns about its spread in our area. John? Yeah, so Tom, a lot of public health officials identified one group as having higher rates of contracting monkeypox than others. But some community, community members say this group isn't the only one at risk. Messaging should shift to better protect the public. I think that should be the lesson that we learned, particularly from the HIV epidemic. Let's be more proactive. LGBT community leaders say proactive, not reactive care should be highlighted as monkeypox spreads specifically among gay and bisexual men who've had higher rates of contracting the virus. But leaders say now's the time to use lessons from the HIV AIDS epidemic as the new virus surfaces. It doesn't have the same outcome as HIV, but it doesn't mean that there's not stigma associated with your sexual behaviors. And so let's not, let's take the stigma away and center them and protect them and treat them. And we will um, have a much better outcome than we did with HIV. Unlike COVID-19, the monkeypox vaccine so far is only available to those who think they've been exposed to it. So the best way to protect communities at risk have conversations. Yeah, the World Health Organization has identified this as a public health emergency. And so, you know, that should spur conversation. That should spur conversation that if you are having sex with multiple partners, you should have a conversation with them. Part of the conversation comes with understanding the virus and how it's spread. This is not a sexually transmitted disease and it's something that is spread through skin to skin contact. So even if you don't have sex, if you have cuddling. The biggest takeaway, anyone can contract the virus and mistakes made in the past can serve as present day lessons. Okay, I'm going to play another video. This is a man who ended up contracting monkeypox. Wesley Wallace says just being awake. It hurts to exist. Is excruciating. As you can see, 
from the time it started, it's just progressed and gotten worse and worse. It's right there on his face. What he first thought was just a pimple. I was like, oh God, please not me, please not me. Soon turned out to be monkeypox. Eight different lesions on his chin, even one inside his mouth. Every sip, every bite, it, it's just like, oh, I can't, I can't, it hurts, it hurts, it hurts. And it's spreading. Now random little lesions are starting to appear on my body. So on my hand, uh, there's one, there's one here like there on my wrist. Wallace thinks he caught the virus at a bar July 4th weekend. I'm going to say I probably was kissing somebody that had it and didn't know it, um, just based on where my initial lesions pop up. But says access to the vaccine. There's a huge high-risk population that is just hungry for the vaccine and they can't they don't have access to it has been so scarce his friends are leaving the state to get it i have friends that are actually buying airline tickets flying to other cities just to go get the vaccine and then come home he says along with the pain and the symptoms can come isolation the thing is you look at it and it's such an ugly virus you know you look at it you just recoil and you're like oh i don't want to be anywhere near that i knew the stigma that might come with it but i also know that lots of people are facing that stigma he has support but wants others to know they're not alone just let them know that they're not some kind of pariah that they're not dirty and that it's going to be okay it's not lethal it's just very temporary and it's scary for the moment all right so y'all just saw and heard those monkey pops videos. So that's a it's a lot to unpackage. Girl, let me say something. People, let's not forget the way all of this crazy kooky stuff started at the beginning of this new decade, the roaring twenties. Okay. <laughs> We know how we started the 20s. We're not going to really get all into all of it. But one thing I will say is this. I remember when folks were like, oh, don't say it came from Wuhan. Don't call it the China virus. China. China. You know what I'm saying? China. <laughs> you know, don't don't say it from that when when it was the the Communist Party, the Wuhan, they called it that. Then we came out and said, "We're well, now we're not going to say that it came from a particular region because we don't want to cause any stigmas." And then remember, people were running around here in the United States and other parts of the world too, France and Germany and Poland and the Netherlands, and especially here in the United States, running around bashing in heads of Chinese people. And then in New York, they gave them a phone number to call if they needed some support. Now y'all going to come out here and say it's this particular community? Have we not learned from history? I'm old enough to remember the 80s. This is not a good. This is not good. This is not good. Really? What are y'all doing? Why? It makes me nervous. Yeah, I think like the guy said, he should they should be warning everyone. And they shouldn't be pushing it. It's just simply, you know, something affecting the LGBTQ. But I find it very funny that they didn't give them a phone number. If they were offended, they could call like they did, you know, uh, the Stop Asian Hate campaign for people calling it the China virus. But it's very funny right. that they have a problem calling this, you know, the monkeypox. Well, not calling it, but like, you know, attaching to that community. So I just think it looks scary. I mean, just those, I don't know what they are bumps, warts on his mouth. It looks really scary. And the fact that it is, you know, skin to skin contact, everyone needs to be careful. Yeah. He said himself, I was probably kissing someone at the 4th of July party who had it and didn't know. That is the, I think that's how he said it. Tell mm -hmm. me if I'm wrong. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I remember when back in December I was in Europe and I remember them in the Netherlands beginning to shut down because the COVID numbers were going up in Germany. Numbers were going up in Italy and they decided to do a soft shutdown in the Netherlands where they were going to start closing stuff at like five or six o'clock. And I was like, I'm out of here. I ain't going to be here to be locked down. So I left and came back to the States. Well, what ended up happening, I think in December, they had this like fetish fest 
like in Belgium. And then I think they had one in the spring in Spain and Belgium again. And they're saying, if I remember correctly, that that's where the first case of monkeypox was found. So this is why, because it was at this gay man fetish fest in Belgium and Spain, that that's where the stigma is coming from. I remember that. So I don't, I just don't, I just don't like the way it's being done because this can this can take a real left turn, if you know what I mean, or right turn. I guess it depends on how you look at it. Right. No, I mean, it can. And that's the thing is that, again, it's going to be more illnesses coming down the pipeline. You know, this is not it. We're not even in the winter and the cold and flu season yet. So there's going to be these viruses are going to be mutating and switching up. So I think. You know, between this and the COVID-19 coming back and all this stuff, I think we'll probably end up, I don't think we'll do another lockdown, but I think the mask will probably end up coming back. To oh, be yeah. honest with you. I think yeah. the mask is going to come back, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when you know it's skin to skin contact. So it's going to make us continue to alter how we engage with each other. Let's face it. You know what I'm saying? And we and, and that's how pandemics work, guys. Like if you look at the way it works, you have like pandemics and the history past, you know, you had these other little outbreaks of other things and famines and stuff, too. So, you know, I mean, if we pay attention to history, we can learn a lot, but we're not doing it. And, you know, sitting here just not you know, saying it's for one group, but when you didn't want to do that the last time with the stuff that we're still dealing with, it's, this is another example of why we don't take what our institutions say seriously anymore. Cause y'all can't keep the story straight. Yeah. It's, it's a lot. So it's going to be very, very interesting to see what ends up happening with this, but people need to be aware. If you guys are not aware, definitely research and understand that this monkey pots Illness is definitely here. It is now in America. It ain't going nowhere. Yeah, it's here. Hopefully, it'll, it'll be leaving soon, but who knows? But um, on that note, this has been a really good show. It's already been an hour. I don't even feel like it. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking. I'm like, wow, here we are again. Always yes. fun. Thank you. Definitely, it's flown by. So once again, Tea Sippers, thank you guys so much for tuning in to Tea Time Unfiltered. Have a good day and we will talk to you guys later. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's show. Make sure you join us again soon. For all the latest tea, make sure you follow me on my social media pages. Just put in L-O-V-E-L-Y-T-I on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube.